Hello everyone. Today we are talking about um, how flexible are you? Do you bend or break under pressure or um, and how developing and nurturing these two traits is essential for success or for success. So thank you for hopping on and joining us today for the Daily Dose of Awesome. I'm Becky Graff, a mentor here within uh, the Elite Marketing Pro and I'm super excited to have all of you hopping on with me. So as you're jumping on, go ahead and drop where it is you're coming from so I can give you a shout out. So you guys, today we're going to be talking about two essential traits for success. Hey Don, thanks for hopping on. Tim, thanks for watching. And um, I'm going to share a story with you. And as I'm sharing the story, I want you to be thinking about what these two traits might be and to drop in the comments what it is you think that they are. Okay, so as I'm going through the story. Hey Kelly, thanks for hopping on from Sarosta. Mel, thanks for hopping on. Connie, great to see you. So you guys, my daughter McKinsley, she is into gymnastics and she loves watching all shows about gymnastics, okay? And there was one show on Netflix, it's called Full Out. It's about a gymnast who, from a very young age, she was in love with gymnastics, like three or four years old. Her and her best friend were totally into gymnastics. They were practicing their routines for when they were in the Olympics and um, you know, she was working very hard through that. She did it all through you know, grade school and up into high school. She was at the level where she was going to be competing in a, um, a competition where there was going to be scouts from the Olympic team there. She had aspirations to join the Olympics, do that, participate, and then join the UCLA gymnastics team. Okay. So she's, you can imagine the amount of work that has gone into this, right? Constantly at the gym, constantly doing rehearsals <clears throat> and um, working through that. And um, so about a month or two before this uh, big competition, her mom and her were in a car accident. They were rear-ended and she ended up with two broken legs and two collapsed lungs. Um, they actually had to put her into a five-day coma just so that her body could, you know, get back to where it needed to be before they pulled her out and she started going through the process of, um, you know, rehabilitation. And as you can imagine, you know, waking up and being told, okay, you've got two broken legs and you're never going to be able to do gymnastics again was probably a huge hit, right? It turned her world upside down. Um, let's see. Got some people coming in here. Give some shout outs. So Richard, Joanna, thanks for coming on. And Connie, Halisha, Bart. So you guys, she woke up from this coma and she was told that she was never going to be able to do gymnastics again. And there for a while, I mean, she was under some very serious, you know, things that she had to do, learning how to rewalk again, learning how to do just basic functions again because of what had happened to her. And while she was going through this, she actually formed a friendship with um, one of the physical therapy assistants there that actually was part of a hip hop group. And so she started hanging out with her and they brought her out to the, um, their performances that they were doing. And then they started talking to her about her experience within gymnastics because she could do, you know, all these vaults and these twists and different things like that as her floor routine. And they asked her if they could maybe, if she could maybe consult with them a little bit and give them some tips on how to do some really cool new moves for their next competition that was coming up. So it ended up that she did that. Um, they ended up practicing at her gym where she used to do gymnastics. And in the course of going through all these things, learning how to walk again, getting rid of their crutches and all of those things, she, being at the gym where she spent so much time, she started testing herself, um, seeing, you know, okay, can I do a cartwheel? Uh, okay, can I, now can I do a, a front handspring? Can I do a back handspring? Can I do a, a full tuck? You know, all these different things. She started testing again and she found that she could. Okay. So these dreams that she had had of being able to be an Olympus gymnast 
no, they were destroyed because that time had passed. But she was able to work on her progression to be able to get better so that she could still do some of the things that she loved. So you guys, again, we're, we're talking about two traits that are essential for success. So if you think you know what I'm talking about, drop them in the comments. I'm curious if you think you know what two traits are essential for success that maybe this gymnast has exhibited through her journey, okay? Hey, Sharon, thanks for hopping on. Jame, Jamel, Fran, thanks for hopping on, you guys. Um, so she ended up going through this process, testing her abilities. She ended up contacting the head coach of the UCL team, gymnastics team, and having a meeting with her and asking her, what is it that I can do to be part of the team? Because she's been out for over a year. Um, she knew that there's going to be a lot of work that she had to do to get back into gymnastics to be able to perform at a level. Helen says determination. Yes, she definitely had to have determination. That's not quite the one that I'm thinking of. So keep them coming, you guys. Kelly says flexible and full of hope. Absolutely. She had to be flexible and full of hope, right? So she connected with this coach from UCLA, asked her what she could do. And the coach started giving her this list of things. Well, you need to have a routine put together. You need to have all these things in place. And uh, Ariana Berlin, she says, well, can I show you now? And the coach from UCLA was kind of like, like, right now? Like, we're just going to have a conversation. And she's like, well, if you're ready, go for it. And so she did. She went out, she did a floor routine, and she nailed it. She nailed her, all of the things that she'd been working on. I think she stepped out a little bit. But from going from not being able to walk at all, having to relearn everything to within a year, year and a half, being back on where she's auditioning for a UCLA gymnastics team was, was really big. And so she ended up walking on the team. Okay. And to this day, this is based on a true story. And today, um, Ariana Berlin is actually the most consistent gymnast that UCLA has ever had. So let's see what some of these things we've got coming in. So Richard and Joanna, failure was not an option. Nope, it wasn't an option. Tabitha, hi from Texas, compassion and commitment. She definitely was committed. Yep, those are some great, great traits. I haven't quite had the one that the ones that I'm thinking of put in here yet, so keep them coming. Determination, flexible full of hope, read those already. And um, so, you know, she had a dream, right? She had this dream that she wanted to be this elite level gymnast. She wasn't able to do the to do um, the Olympics, but she was able to get her dream of being on the UCLA gymnast team. So the two traits that I'm thinking of today, you guys, are um, grit and resilience. Kelly says, willingness to learn and change. Yep, absolutely. So um, grit, you guys, what do you think, or what is the definition of grit to you? Drop it in the comments. I'm curious what your guys' definition of grit is, like when you, you think of that. What does that mean? Um, in this story, Ariana Berlin, hey Don. She, um, she had a dream, right? She had this passion, this thing that she wanted to accomplish, and she was willing to do whatever it took to get there. And so she did what was necessary, right? She worked through the pain, all the struggles. <laughs> yes, Shanae, yep, you are alive this time. Great to see you, Anhan. Um, and so you guys, the definition, like grit is a drive. Dawn, you said tenacity, awesome. Okay, and then Richard, what your mind can conceive, you can achieve. Yes, those are all great definitions of, of grit. Bart, a combination of passion and perseverance. Absolutely, you nailed it. Okay, grit, grit um, is defined as the motivational drive towards reaching your long-term goal, your passion and perseverance in reaching that. Okay, no matter what, it's, it's kind of like that feeling of no matter what happens, I'm going to do this. 
right? I know that I'm gonna have struggles, but I want it so bad, I'm gonna work through all the things that you know may come up. Debbie, hey, hon, thanks for hopping on. So it's really interesting because the psychological definition of grit has two parts to it. And the one is the ability to stick to a long-term goal and the second one is to keep going despite struggle. So those are the psychological def uh, components of grit. And it was really cool as I was thinking about this, you know, watching the show and having this, you know, these thoughts of really what she's gone through, Ariana Berlin, and what she had to overcome, and how that relates to us in our business. Um, I was doing some research on, you know, what is grit? What do people think grit is? And it was really cool because researchers have actually done research on grit specifically, and they say that it is the best uh, predictor of success. So basically, you can't achieve success without some level of grit. Okay, if this is making sense, drop me one in the comments, you guys. Because grit is something that maybe we don't all have all the time. In certain situations, we have, may have more or less grit. But it is something that is essential for us when we're building our business and moving forward. And the cool thing about it is if we don't have a lot in certain areas, we can actually get more, right? It's something that's a trait that we can build upon and get more of. And so I wanted to share with you four, uh, four tips on how to increase your level of grit. And the first one is purpose, okay? Finding your passion and your purpose. Knowing that what it is that you're going after, something that's interesting to you, that you have a desire and a drive to do. A lot of people get kind of bogged down in the thought that, oh, I have to find my natural calling, like my calling in life. And we, we focus so much on, I haven't found my calling, I haven't found my calling. But we, we forget that this is a journey, right? There's different pieces, there's different acts in our life. And finding something that you're interested in, that you have a, a desire to learn more about, is really kind of the starting point. And then it evolves from there, okay? Um, and once you find what that is, finding a mentor or a coach to help you really dial that in to get focused is really important. So cool, got a lot of ones coming in. Tabitha, Marina, Richard and Joanna, thank you so much. Okay, so the first thing you need to do is find your purpose. Find your passion, your desire. What is that thing that you want to focus on and spend your time um, you're pursuing, okay? And then number two is practice. And it's not just off-handed practice, every now and then practice, but it's deliberate practice so that you can get a little bit uh, better every day. Ariana, Grand, uh, Ariana Berlin, excuse me, she went before her accident, she had to practice every day at the gym, constantly working on different elements of her routine, right? Whether that's the bars or the floor or maybe the parallel bars, you know, different things like that. And every single time she went to the gym, her goal was to perfect it. My little Kinsley, every time she comes home from her gymnastic class, she's so excited to say, you know, how much better she is on her back walkovers or her front walkovers or, you know, her cartwheels or her walking handstands, whatever it may be, just constantly going through the deliberate practice of getting a little bit better every single day, okay? Because here's the thing, the more that we practice things, the easier it becomes, the better we get, and then in our mind, we wanna keep doing it, right? So to be able to have grit, to be able to stick through long-term you know, things that are going on for a long time, if we can really put the deliberate practice in and get better at it, we're most likely going to stick with that and, and see it through because we're getting incrementally better. Okay, number three is have hope, okay? And I love that up in the comments before hope was put in there because anytime that you are dealing with your business and life in general, we're gonna come up with struggles and hardships, right? Things are just gonna not go the way that we want. But having the hope that we know that we can overcome those and reach our goal despite them is a key component of having grit. And number four is time. You know, we are in an instant gratification society. We want things to happen now. You know, we want success now. And taking the time to put in the action 
work through the issues that come up and really learn from them is key. So again, you guys, the steps to increasing your grit is to one, find your purpose and your passion. Two, practice deliberately. Three, you need to, <clears throat> excuse me, have hope and have the vision of what it can be. And number four, give it some time. Because 80% of success, you guys, is just showing up. Whether you want to or not, despite the struggles, 80% of success is just showing up and doing it, okay? Um, if this is making sense, drop me a two. Hey, Kelly puts on here, purpose, practice, hope, and time. Absolutely. Thank you for putting in those, those in the comments. I appreciate it. So you guys, the second trait that um, I wanted to talk about is resilience. Okay, so you've got grit. That's the determination. That's the drive to get you to your end goal. So what is resilience then? What part does it have? Because they kind of work together. Resilience is being able to get back up even though you got knocked down. Okay, I cannot imagine how many times in our businesses, we each individually get knocked down in different ways. Whether that's because our ad's not running, it gets shut down, our ad account gets shut down, or we're talking to people and you know we get rejection, right? All of these different things that happen that we have to bounce back from and move forward. So resilience is the optimism to keep getting back up even though you've been knocked down. And there's three elements that are um, really important for resilient people to have. And they're actually really cool because they kind of feed off a little bit of grit. But the first one is challenge. Looking at challenges as an opportunity to learn instead of this ominous thing that, oh my gosh, this happened and now I, I'm just stuck, right? Looking at it as an opportunity for growth is the key piece. And people who are resilient, this is very important, they don't look at their failures, their mistakes as a reflection of them. It's not, oh, I failed and so I suck. Okay, they don't go into personal uh, self-judgment. They evaluate their behaviors. They understand that you know who they are is who they are, but maybe their behaviors weren't as effective, and so they're able to evaluate those and then move on. And number two, they take personal control. So they look at what's going on and they understand, okay, so what is it that I can influence? What actions can I take to influence this situation? Ariana Berlin, okay, she was in a car accident, totally not her fault. She had to learn how to walk again. There was nobody else on the planet that was going to be able to do that for her and get her back into the position that she needed to be in to be able to continue to do her gymnastics, right? That was all on her. She could have sat around and blamed everybody who hit her with the car and maybe the rehab clinic wasn't as effective at her treatment as that could be. But instead, she said, you know what? I've been knocked down before. Um, this is just a setback. I really want to do gymnastics. I want to be able to do this again. And so she took control of what she could do, her attitude, her behaviors to get her moving in the right direction as far as that goes. Okay. So making sure that you take personal ownership of what you can control to influence the situations around you is very key. And the third um, element is to see the big picture. Again, seeing What's going on now is a struggle and it's something that's you know difficult to go through, right? All of our things are difficult, but being able to see how they fit within the big picture. Like I want a six-figure business, if that's your big vision. I want a six, seven-figure business. And so having this the struggle of getting ads to work or getting your, um, your processes put together is your short-term struggle right now that you're working towards, okay? And if you can see how that fits and how it relates in the big picture, it takes off the um, the stress and the strain of just focusing on that one problem that's going wrong. Understanding how it fits in the big picture, okay? So if this, drop, if this is making sense, drop me a three in the comments. 
And um, resilience is a big one because without resilience, we give up. Okay, if, if we get knocked down and we keep getting up, keep getting up, keep getting up, then there's no, nothing that is going to keep us from reaching our goals, having success, having what that is, having that thing that um, you want. Teresa's dropping a three, awesome. I got some twos and threes coming on. Jamel, three, awesome. So here's some tips to becoming more resilient. And this can be in different uh, parts of your life. Kevin, thanks for hopping on, appreciate it. Tim's got a three coming in. So the first tip on becoming more resilient is to get enough sleep and exercise. Because if you're not taking care of yourself, if you're not taking care of your mind and your body, you're not gonna be at the top peak performance to be able to handle those challenges as they come through. And when you're able to focus on the challenges because you have more enough mental clarity, because your body's rested, okay, you're going to be able to cope more effectively with those and be able to be more resourceful and look at them from an evaluative state instead of getting lost in the emotion of, overwhelm of, oh my gosh, these things happen and I'm just stuck and I can't move forward, okay? So number one is to get enough sleep and exercise. Take care of yourself. Give yourself that personal self-care so that you can be at the top of your game. Number two, you guys, is to find the lesson in the struggle, okay? It's very easy to get focused again once on what's going wrong, what's not happening for us. But if we look at those struggles with, okay, what can I learn from this? Just switching our perspective a little bit. What can I learn from this? What lesson, you know, can I carry forward? Again, it, it switches the way that these struggles show up in our lives and it allows us to be able to be, um, well, being able to move forward, right? If we're not stuck, we can see, okay, what did I learn from this that I might be able to do differently? What didn't work? What can I do better next time? Okay, look for the lesson. Vanessa, thanks for hopping on. Good to see you, sweetie. So number three, you guys, is to choose your response. Okay, we get to choose how we respond to things. When things go wrong in our business, when we come up against challenges and struggles, we get to choose how we want to approach those. We can panic and stress out and freak out and feel like the sky is falling, okay? Or we can be a little bit more calm and logical. Think about evaluation, okay, what worked about this? What didn't work about this? What's one thing that I can change right now? That one simple thing that we can do right now to change to get moving forward. And if we look at it from a perspective of what's, the evaluation instead of, oh my gosh, the sky's falling, we are able to stay on track and move and we get out of being stuck, okay? So those are the three tips that I have for you to be more resilient. One, get enough sleep, okay? Make sure that you're taking care of yourself. Two, find the lesson in the struggle and the issue that you have going on. What can I learn from this? What can I pull to use to get better? And number three is to choose your response, okay? Choose to focus on the solution instead of the problem. Okay, so because you guys divert, um, when we're going through our businesses, we're hit with a lot of stuff, personal stuff, business stuff, okay? There are no shortages of struggles in our lives, but if we can be more resilient and each time look for those three things that we need to do to get moving and have the grit to, to see it through, see the big picture and have that passion and that drive, we are, in, we are unstoppable forces. Um, grit and resilience allows us to find the strength and the willpower to learn from our mistakes and move forward. Okay. So you guys, if you got value, drop me a hashtag value, comment, uh, like, and share, and join us next time for our DDOA. We we're here live on Monday through Friday, 1 PM Eastern, 10 AM Pacific for your daily dose of awesome. Appreciate you guys hopping on and we will see you tomorrow.